Welcome to Developing Leadership the Genuine Contact Way, where we're focused on nourishing a culture of leadership by applying timeless principles of life to the art of leadership. In each episode, we're exploring one key principle. We'll share our own wisdom and insights and invite you to consider your own experiences in life and business so far, and how you want to further your leadership development with this principle. Our theme this week is all about enabling. I'm Rachel Bolton, and I'm here with Birgit Williams. Enabling, in its positive use, which is the one that we're focusing on in this week's episode, is the giving of authority to another person so that they can accomplish something. Enabling begins with enabling yourself. Yes, you give yourself the authority to be in leadership of your private life and also your work life. Even in situations in which the conditions for you to have authority seem bleak, you and you alone can enable yourself with authority. For example, you can enable yourself to make the choice of what your energy is available for and what it is not available for. That's a simple definition of declaring and enacting and enforcing boundaries. I give myself authority to lead my life. How wonderful is that? I'm not looking for authority from someone else. I give myself authority. Every single one of us can do this. I give myself authority to lead my private life. I give myself authority to lead how I show up in my work life. How wonderful that is. Every one of us can do this. It feels fantastic when you claim that authority for yourself. And Rachel, that uh, sentence that you said about what am I available for and what am I not? What is my energy available for? And what is, what, what is it not available for? Is a wonderful, wonderful uh, mantra to keep in one's head, to keep in my head as I lead my life as I lead my private and professional life. Um, and it's not something I ask myself just once a day. I ask it of myself uh, in every new circumstance. In this new circumstance I'm involved in, in the course of my day, I do a quick tally within myself. What am I available for in this situation? What am I not available for? What's my energy available for? What's it not available for? And again, every one of us can do that. And it feels fantastic to do that once you start practicing. I think it's a, a great practice. It definitely is a practice, uh, for me anyway, of uh, getting very clear and maybe getting a little bit um, either bigger or smaller, I was just thinking about which is true, but uh, if you have had weak boundaries over time, starting to strengthen those boundaries and realizing how much power there is in 
understanding what you're not available for and how it transforms those situations that might feel a little bleak or powerless when you can really be clear about here is where I have my power. Here is where I am enabling myself to show up and be fully present. It's a pretty special opportunity and a great practice if it's not one that you already have as part of your personal or professional development. I thought it might be helpful to give another example of a culprit that can get in the way of enabling ourselves. And ultimately, the thing that gets in the way is our habits and our patterns that we've picked up so far. One example that is relatively common is the restrictive pattern of reworking old sorrow held in the mind. Reworking is bringing up the past and telling yourself that story over and over again. It's looking in the rear view mirror of life and really getting caught up there instead of looking through the windshield into what's coming to you in the future. Enabling yourself with authority is undermined when you continually rework the past. The good news is there's a doorway out of that undermining and it is to stay focused in the present. Staying focused in the present uh, is a practice and a discipline unto itself. Um, I find my mind will attempt to go that path of reworking an old sorrow. Uh, it will, and that actually is not uh, staying in the present. It'll be, oh, you know, when I was uh, five years old, for example, the following happened and this didn't feel good. And then I'll stop myself because I know to do this. Go, no, 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 forget that's reworking an old sorrow. That is not helpful in the present moment to go forward into the best future that, um, that I can create for myself. So it's that matter of having the awareness, the recognition that I am drifting with my mind out of the present and into the reworking of an old sorrow. Um, we, you said the word that it's a habit, a pattern, yes, uh, it is, and it is common. Um, it can be a new habit and a new pattern to say, oh, stop, <laughs> not going to go there. Like I slightly went there, stop. Like, and then with the stop, I'm going to show up in the present. And personally, when I have difficulty showing up in the present because I really want to go and rework that old sorrow, I will look at something around me in the room or if I'm outside, outside, and I'll look for something that is beautiful. And I will sit there and go, oh, you know, that's so beautiful. Look at it. And it's got great colors, whatever I need to do to get myself into the present, into the space that I'm in. So we're building a picture here of staying in the present, paying attention to where what our energy is available for and what it's not available for. And through that, making choices about how we are giving ourselves the authority to really be in the leadership of our lives right here, right now in the present moment. As we practice that and as we develop our strength with it, the next obvious consideration for anyone who is a leader is that uh, you need to consider about leadership in enabling others. What does that mean? 
When you are engaged in leadership, you might already be enabling others to work from their own authority. Or you may, whether consciously or subconsciously, be treating others as though they do not have authority. In either case, you get the outcomes associated with whether people feel enabled or feel that they are not enabled. It can be challenging to make the transition from helping someone because they legitimately need help to doing the kind of helping that is the negative definition of enabling related to creating dependency. Developing your awareness of any tendency to slide into creating dependency on yourself is essential. If you have a formal leadership role in your organization, one way to enable the people is to be explicit about the degree you are enabling individuals, teams, and departments to have authority. And we're back into that subject of authority in the same way that we were in the last episode when we talked about empowerment. Uh, we're emphasizing it here again uh, when we think think about leadership for enabling others it cannot be separated from this topic of authority what authority do people have to go on about their business to get things done without needing uh to enter into patterns of dependency on you the leaders for help It's such a, a big topic for consideration in some ways. And what a great thing to practice, really observing for yourself uh, how it is that you are, like as you're getting stronger in the enabling of your own self, being able to then pause and take a look at what you might be doing and what those habits or patterns are that uh, either are building the positive kind of enabling or the more negative connotation of it within the people in your organization. We want to give you uh, some tips for developing leadership skillfulness with enabling, whether you are already on a great track and are looking to strengthen that or are recognizing some of those dependencies in the people in your teams. These are some simple steps to continue developing leadership skillfulness with enabling. The first one is to figure out your current priorities. Whenever you find your mind starting to rework something, command yourself to focus on your current priorities. Take some action on a current priority, even if it's a small action. This will help you to create new patterns of staying focused in the present on your current priorities. The second is to write a letter to yourself declaring that you have authority to lead your private life and your work life. You may wish to get into specifics of what this means to you. Read it aloud to yourself as often as you need to so that you fully believe it to be true. Repetition is another thing that helps to develop new patterns. Step three is to act from your declaration of your own authority. Step four is in your own quiet time to reflect about what it would be like to enable those around you to have authority. What energizes you about doing so? What might cause you to feel a constriction in your energy? What are your insights about your willingness and ability to enable others to have authority? 
And the final step is with that awareness about your willingness and ability in mind to develop a plan for beginning your process of enabling the authority of others. Include ways for people to stay focused on the priorities of the present. And it might start before you even get as far as these ways for other people to stay focused on considering your own willingness and ability to enable others to have authority and what you might need to do to strengthen that so that you're really standing firmly in it inside of yourself as you begin the invitation to others to stand in their own authority as well. I think there's a really important relationship between declaring authority to lead your own life and therefore enabling yourself and your capacity and growing your capacity to enable others to have authority, uh, to enable others to get on with taking leadership uh, within the spheres that they can take leadership in. I don't think it's possible to enable others in a healthy way, in a productive way, in a way that generates the results you want, unless you first do it for yourself. So that uh, is bringing us to the end of our recommendations for you about developing leadership skillfulness uh, with enabling. We hope that you will consider how you're going to add this into your own leadership development plan as you're following along with this series. And uh, before we sign off for today, Birgit, I'm just wondering if there's any final thoughts that you're having around this topic. When I first saw the word enabling, I, I did not have the positive images of enabling. I thought of it as a negative. I thought actually that um, enabling meant some kind of dependency building or something. I was quite confused about it. So if uh, you are listening are feeling a bit confused about this word enabling, as Rachel said right at the beginning, we are very much focused on the positive aspects of enabling on a positive interpretation of enabling. And um, that is going to generate results for you that you would probably really like to see in your organization and in your life. That's it for us for this episode. As always, please do check out the next episode to continue on in your learning. And before you go, if you haven't already, be sure to hit that subscribe button so that you can get all of our latest episodes right to your inbox.